Greetings from the Eclectic Collection. Today brings us episode 8, Christmas Traditions. I thought I would just put a few things together that I was always fascinated by to uh, tell you guys. So the first is probably the big man on the list, St. Nick. So the Santa thing comes along and obviously everybody knows who Santa Claus is. And I, being a big Coca-Cola fan, have always been a fan of the Norman Rockwell uh, pictured Santas in all the, uh, I believe it was a... New York, or not the New Yorker, it was the uh, Post, the Saturday Evening Post that he did uh, pictures of in the 50s. And if you think of that image, it's always the red and white Santa or the person that you go see at the mall and he had the big white beard and, and the big uh, sleigh with the reindeer. And that's all cool, but it started somewhere. So the ideology behind it was actually uh, a saint from Turkey. And it turns out that the man was actually born March 15th and St. Nicholas uh, obviously became a saint later, but he was Nicholas Myra from what we can glean from uh, all sources. And he was a monk. And that Santa was the white robed Santa that people generally saw with the trim. He kind of has, he still has the beard and the whole mustache of white going on. Um, but he had the simpler look, I'll say, more of a, a rustic um, background. And apparently he used to give secret gifts um, sometimes even throughout the year, but he always had the knack for giving gifts to children, especially those in need, even sometimes throwing bags of gold into the windows of the poor that he couldn't, um, you know, help otherwise that they really needed money. He became the patron saint of children. And, um, it's funny how in English, you know, we say Santa Claus, but, uh, San or Santa is generally, you know, Spanish, Italian, Latin, basic, uh, Romance language for saint, and Nicholas was Nicolaus, so Santa Nicolaus, Santa Nicolaus, Santa Claus eventually became how that got pronounced. So that's where that uh, originated from. And often uh, kids would generally look forward to that, obviously. And his feast day became December 6th. So even though he was born on March 15th, um, when he passed, it was December 6th and it was the day of his death that became his feast day that we now, uh, sometimes celebrate here. So as an American, it's just a little tradition where kids will often, um, you know, get a, a little gift or treat or toy or candy or something. And that night, which kind of springs into the next point of the wooden shoe theory. So as a teacher, I've done this with my students and I would just have them put their shoes in the hallway and Santa clearly shows up and gives them something. But, um, from Amsterdam, the wooden shoes were always cobbled and they were pretty famous to begin with and they wear them as a matter of course, but they would stick uh, their shoes out the night before the eve of December 5th um, in the Netherlands in the hopes that St. Nicholas would bring them something, usually again a toy or a treat or some candy, and they would put them in front of the chimney. Again, that kind of led to the whole idea of Santa coming down the chimney. Um, sometimes they would leave out hay or carrots for his horse. So he started out on a horse. I guess he graduated to a reindeer later on. Now we even have, uh, the Doppler figuring out where he is because the Air Force tracks him all the time. But back then there was no GPS. So that's where that all came from. Um, so they kind of go hand in hand. Another just quick fun fact is, um, the objective of the candy cane. So, you know, Roman Catholicism, the idea behind it, um, was red and white. So the red represented the blood of Christ and the fact that, uh, the white was the peace and it was, uh, molded into the cane, which was representative of the shepherd staff, um, that, uh, basically was that 
popular of the shepherds visiting Jesus at his birth um, back then. And you could also obviously hang them on the tree. Uh, so that was just a little quick fun fact. And then the tree itself kind of got put into play um, just again over time. There were a series of kind of the old lady that lives in a shoe, not quite that one, but thinking along those lines of a poor um, widow, I believe, with a bunch of children that they just couldn't afford really anything, house falling apart, and the tree outside had a pine cone drop from it, and it just kind of stayed there outside the house, and over time, it sort of morphed and morphed, and eventually it became a tree, and the kids uh, eventually were like, well, let's use this as as a decoration for the holidays, because they really couldn't afford anything else, so they're like, oh, we'll have like a symbol, and they took the tree in inside the house, and they didn't have anything to actually decorate it with. Um, so overnight, the spiders felt bad uh, that the kids couldn't really decorate the tree, and they put their webs all over it. So when the sunlight hit it, it looked like silver or gold um, that was actually on the tree. And that was from Ukraine um, traditions. But uh, it's funny because there's obviously Christmas trees throughout and now, you know, even in the U.S. and everywhere, we tend to put a tree up, whether fake or real. But um, that's kind of one of the first origins of the tree story. So then hanging stuff on the tree. Um, I've always heard about this alleged uh, German uh, pickle decoration. And they even sell them. Sometimes you see ceramic ones in a catalog or, you know, you would put that as a decoration. And apparently... It's kind of a farce in 1890-ish, around that time. It was actually a marketing ploy by the Germans to sell uh, ceramic and, and other uh, type of decorations, plastics, etc., to um, uh, the Americans. And uh, it wasn't really a thing, but they played it off like it was this old German tradition. So you do see them, but they're not really too meaningful of anything. They just said it was a, a big deal. And of course, we being the capitalists that we are, scarfed it right up and we're like, yes, I want five. So um, I can't say that I have a Christmas pickle on my tree, but I do have uh, spider webs, actually. I have several of them. And uh, that was always something that mom insists we do. And lastly, being the crazy Italian Catholic that I am, the seven fish dinner. You couldn't possibly get through Christmas without discussing Christmas Eve and the seven fish dinner. So essentially, there's a lot of argument as to what fishy fishes are in, involved. And I know for us, it's definitely different than everybody else. But um, there are seven of them because it's supposed to represent the seven wounds of Christ on the cross. But for us, it's always been like shrimp, crab, lobster, um, occasionally bacala, calamari, uh, schmelz, clams, but some people, you know, they eat eel or scongeli, which, you know, this is turning into octopus, the bacalaos, cod, and the uh, calamari squid. So any derivative thereof, and certainly you could take, you know, add and subtract whatever you want from that, but um, that was always a thing that you had uh, fish, which kind of leads into the whole concept of Lent, even though uh, Christmas time's Advent time, during Lent, they generally... Catholics don't eat meat on Fridays and then on Ash Wednesday. So there's six Fridays in Lent and Ash Wednesday being the seventh. Again, seven days of no meat, seven wounds of Christ. But thinks about it, um, you know, JC was a fisherman, right? So, of course, that's who he hung out with. And he was trying to support them because there wasn't um, a problem with the uh, 
commerce at the time in the meat markets, but there was a deficiency with the fisherman sales. So that was his way of kind of boosting them up. But anyhow, these are all the different random Christmas things that uh, different legends and whatnot that have kind of always been something that I'd like to pass along to people that might be curious. So if you like this collection of traditions and legends, then check out the eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or follow me on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Enjoy the season. Thanks for listening.